Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Shauna Weckerly. And Shauna, are you ready to do this again? I am ready to rock start with you, George, any day. <laughs> I love it. Let's let's go. Shauna is a CPA. She is the tax goddess. She is in the top one percent of all tax strategists in the United States, specializing in business tax strategy and real estate. Again, excited to have you back on. Shauna, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Ooh, okay. Personal life? Let's see. So I've got three dogs. Two of them are giant monsters that eat me out of house and home, and one of them is a lap puppy. So if I have to admit, but he's adorable. 50-pound lap puppy. Uh, Love playing tennis. uh, Love to garden. um, And of course, love taxes, which makes me a complete and utter tax nerd, but that just is what it is. Uh, Why do I do what I do? I, so I'm ex-KPMG, used to help the big boys, right? Get them down to the one, two percent, zero percent that we hear all of the super wealthy people pay zero percent in taxes. I never thought that was fair. And I'm a big fan of fair. So wanted to make sure that we could bring all those strategies down to the little guy. So now we help small to medium sized businesses. And that is definitely my passion. This past year, we're now at $423 million in tax savings for our clients. So it's pretty, pretty rock star cool that we get to keep the money in the business owner's pockets rather than the government. So I love it. Awesome. Well, congratulations to you and the clients. $423 million in tax mm-hmm. savings. That is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm happy. And yes, I've had one of them bought a, a yacht with his tax savings. So I'm pretty sure the clients are generally pretty happy about that. Outstanding. <laughs> so. Yeah. Nice. How about that for a testimonial? Love it. <laughs> All right. So I know that uh, taxes are – are taxes a moving target, Shauna? Always. Always. There, there's a minimum of three IRS updates every single day that come out, let alone all 50 states and all the territories. I get something like 20 – I think it's 23 emails a day just with the updates of what's happening in the tax code for that day. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's super cool. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, make that face. I totally understand. Yeah, it's cool for a tax nerd. Let's put it that way. (laughs) A minimum of three updates every day. It's amazing. How many folks are, so I I heard, or I I, I may have heard some, some time ago or recently that the IRS was understaffed or, and they were staffing oh, up yes. to, to potentially audit. Is that, is that true? If there's people making three updates a day, is that an algorithm? Is that a human being? Oh, it's a great question. So yes, you are absolutely correct. The IRS got hit with COVID just like everybody else, right? So massive layoffs, um, a lot of people trying to switch to working at home, but the government's is not, you know, we have a lot of companies, normal day-to-day companies that were not set up to go work from home. The IRS was about 20 years behind them, right? So massive layoffs, couldn't keep people employed. Now they are trying to rehire, but the most recent statistics that we've got says that the IRS will not be fully staffed again for probably another three years. So you're really looking at 2023, 2024, maybe even 2025 before the significant, you know, we're back up at full capacity with the IRS. 
Of course, that causes some problems for people that are waiting on refunds. You might be waiting for a while, but on the other side, when you're looking at audits, that's actually very helpful because now you've got this potential three to four year window where, uh, you know, maybe you get looked at, maybe you don't get looked at. So side note, I suppose if you're going to go to a level nine on our famous aggression scale, uh, now might be the time to do it. But you didn't hear me say that. Right. Right. Yes. (laughs) We always want to stay at the eight legal, but pushing the envelope. Yeah, I appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I don't know if this is a inappropriate question or not, but you know, I heard about um, the government was considering monitoring all of our bank accounts if we had like more than like eight, six or eight hundred bucks in them or something like that. What are your thoughts on 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 that? Yeah, so uh, it's six hundred dollars, right? If there's any specific transaction that is six hundred dollars or more, they're talking about monitoring it. Again, as you just said, do we have enough people? Mm. Are they even writing the software to be able to do that properly? That is a massive, massive undertaking. Now, I'm half smiling, half not here. This sounds like really big news. Like, oh my goodness, they're going to be monitoring everybody with $600 transactions. They've actually been doing this for a while, for quite some time. Uh, Normally, it applies to something called a 1099 contractor. So if you pay somebody as a business owner, if you pay somebody $600 or more, you're supposed to give them a 1099 form for them to file taxes on at the end of the year. So really, I think what's happening here is they're expanding. They're trying to expand that program to now catch anything that is $600 or more across the board. So I can't terribly say I'm shocked. Of course, with COVID, the government's printing money like water, right? They're handing this stuff out. So they're definitely looking for ways to recoup money that they believe is lost. So. That they believe is lost. We lost all this money. <laughs> what do you mean you lost all this money? You, you, you made decisions to distribute that money. You did not anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, but this is why, as a business owner, you want a tax strategist, because you hear the, the words I'm choosing that they think they lost. Right. A good business owner reports every dollar of income anyway, right? You guys know th- th- that famous aggression scale, zero to 10, zero meaning the IRS never calls you never ever, 10 meaning we're all going to jail. Tax goddess sits in an eight, Right. So we're, we're taking all the opportunities, but crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's. Right. Nothing illegal, nothing, ro- nothing wrong. So a good business owner, in, in my perception, it's my two cents, but a good business owner is going to report every dollar of income that they make cash, whatever, however it is that you're receiving it, report all the income. And I say that because there's thousands of tax strategies that you can use to lose that money in the eyes of the IRS, right? So that you get to keep your money, all legal, all valid, all above board. So I'm, you know, report all the income, report all of your legal expenses, shouldn't be a problem. Got it. Nice. All right. So in the spirit of things changing, tell us a little bit about about the salt. Just tell us about salt, Shauna. <laughs> So it's this white substance. It makes steak taste really good. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the salt limit, the salt limit. Uh, the IRS does love their acronyms. That is for sure. SALT stands for state and local taxes. Okay. So SALT. If you hear that, and it typically um, is impacting people in higher income tax states. 
So California, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, you know, a lot of these higher income tax states. But even here, for example, I live in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. If you're making more than $80,000 a year of income, you're going to get hit with the SALT limit. So what is the SALT limit? Uh, back in January 1st, 2018, the government implemented new rules that says any of your state and local taxes are now going to get capped. The maximum that you can deduct is $10,000. So if you're paying, that would include your property taxes, that would include vehicle license taxes, that would include, of course, the state taxes that you pay to whatever state you live in. Okay. So for a lot of people, they're bypassing that $10,000 limit just by owning a house, right? In, in many, many states, just by owning a house, let alone the state taxes they're paying to California or New York or wherever. So what we were seeing on January 1st, 2018, for that 2018 tax year, is that people that used to get a $40,000 tax deduction for paying their state taxes and paying their house taxes, you know, the property taxes, these kinds of things, were getting capped at 10. Their tax payable went through the roof because they just lost a $30,000 tax deduction. So this was a big, bad moment for a lot of people. And especially if their CPAs weren't keeping up on these changes in the rules, worst bit is a lot of people were expecting a refund. They get their tax return back from the CPA. They now owe 10,000, 20,000, whatever that number is. So it was really kind of heartbreaking for a lot of people that were not prepared for this. So the states, the, the reaction here, right, is this, this salt limit. Okay. The state said, well, wait a second. We, we don't really like this because effectively you're telling our constituents in our state that they no longer get a deduction for paying us, but we like them paying us. This is important to us. We like them paying money to us. We don't want them doing tax planning to reduce those taxes, right? So federal government, we feel like you should bear this burden. The states are being very tricky. They're being very, very uh, sly about how they're doing this. So, um, and I feel like I can't let you get a word in edgewise, George. No, you're good. Should, should I explain how they're getting Please. tricky and sly? Okay. Tell me more. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's exactly what it feels like. It feels like state espionage a little like bit here. Like, ooh, we get to do the fun stuff. <laughs> so there are certain states that have actually passed new tax regulations within the state that have said that if you own an S-Corp, so an 1120S, or a partnership, a 1065, one of those two entities, the business is actually allowed to pay for your personal state taxes and get the deduction with no $10,000 salt limit. This hmm. is huge because not only are you allowed to now get that deduction at, you know, you, you're not capped by that $10,000 salt limit. You also get the deduction on your business tax return, which can also reduce your self-employment taxes. That's huge. That's an extra 15.3% that you're not paying on whatever those state and local taxes are. So this was a huge change, absolutely huge change. And at the moment, there are about 13 states that have already approved this. There's more that have pending legislation that are coming out. Okay. And, and I'll give you a list of states just for the listeners. So everybody's got the states here. So if you are in Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, yay, my state. California, Colorado, Connecticut, Georgia, Idaho, Louisiana, Maryland, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, 
South Carolina, and Wisconsin. Sorry for being boring and listing out states. <laughs> but if you're in one of those states, you are covered by this. So if you have a business, an S-Corp or a partnership, go talk to your CPA right now. And if your CPA doesn't know about this, call your favorite tax strategist, okay? <laughs> and talk to us about how do you make this work? Because you must pay whatever those taxes are. If you've already paid them personally, you might be able to use an accountable plan. So if you don't know what an accountable plan is, definitely check again, check with your CPA, reach out to your favorite tax strategist. Okay, If you have an accountable plan, you might be able to get them reimbursed through your accountable plan. Um, sorry, I feel like I just went on a massive Not at all, rant. that's awesome. <laughs> so, so what if somebody has an LLC? Yeah, great question. So an LLC is actually a legal entity and not the taxation type of the entity. So this specifically relates to how the LLC would be taxed. So if it's an LLC taxed as an S-Corp or taxed as a partnership, you still qualify for these rules. Got it. Nice. Great question. Yeah. And just some, well, I don't know if it's inside baseball or not, does does one state sort of figure this out and then they say, hey, Alabama, do you see what we just judge, did? Judge. <laughs> why, don't uh -huh. you, why don't you folks do this too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So generally, these types of rules, these types of changes come from those super high tax states, right? And I believe this one actually started in California, which between California and New York, they're the highest two tax state rates in the entire country. So that's exactly what happens is they all start chit-chatting with each other and say, hey, we figured out a way around this. Check it out. Got it. Okay. And then at the level, at, at the legislative level, there that that that's that's how this becomes becomes law. Correct. Yep. You got it. So it does have to pass in your state. So there's certain states that may or may not do it. So for example, the pending legislation states are still fighting about it. We've got Illinois, Massachusetts, Michigan, North Carolina, Oregon, and Pennsylvania that are still in the middle of fighting about this. Okay. So side note, if you're active in politics and you would like to deduct your taxes, please call your state rep, <laughs> right? Call your senator, call your congressman, get them to pass this for you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if we see this go across the country, uh, this is no longer a problem. The salt cap limit, at least for business owners. So side note, and I'm sure if you guys have been on George's podcast for as long as he's been doing it, because you guys are amazing listeners, uh, you know that if you don't have a business, you don't get tax deductions, right? If you're straight up W-2, you lose a lot. So highly, highly recommend that you form a business, make your hobby an actual business, do something, do Uber or Lyft or grocery delivery. I don't care. Do something to have a business. Nice. So fascinating that let's just assume that that and because you said it, that, 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 that that it was California that sort of put this forward Picked it off. and they are losing money all the time in 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 a million different ways yeah. so is it and, and I, I don't know if this is knowable is it like the governor's office as 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 the executive of the state and they say oh my gosh we are we're going to be running a deficit we need to figure out a way to recoup some or, or increase tax revenue it's a great question um I'll be very honest with you, George. I follow more of the tax law than I do the politics of yeah. it. So, uh, but yeah, this, I mean, my understanding is this definitely comes from the state political level, right? This is not the state tax collection offices 
this is actually the government level. Mm-hmm. So that helps at all. I, no, it's, I apologize. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> no, not at all. It's, you know, it's, it, it, you know, I, I don't think anybody can really probably know that unless we were Insiders. sitting at the uh, table when, when they're having these discussions, but it, it just seems like it, in that and what a fascinating time when people are leaving high income tax rate states like, like California and they're headed to Arizona or Texas or Florida how how states will respond because again they're losing revenue absolutely absolutely well and living in arizona myself the most recent statistic was something like 40 percent of all new people coming in are specifically from california so yeah there's a mass exodus coming from a lot of the states you know higher tax states going to the lower tax states so hmm. fascinating do you know why facebook changed their name I do not. Why did they change their name? Uh, it, it's not a joke. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I it was like a knock-knock. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah, I, do not. I, I, I figured there had insider. to be a tax reason. You know, it must be. Oh, it must be about God, money. I wish I <laughs> right? Otherwise, really Facebook open. wouldn't be interested in doing that. Very true. <laughs> well, it's probably not because they're trying to help people. Shauna. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Shots fired. At, at everybody's favorite social social media platform. Anyway, all right. So, so it should be in if if all fifty states ad, adopt this uh, this 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 new way of having your S corporation or your partnership cover is 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 that the right language? It can cover the amount that you're losing in 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 the deduction. Kind of. Let's tweak it just a little bit. So basically, the company is allowed to pay for the taxes on your behalf. Mm. So the company will then be able to get the tax deduction. You won't need to worry about the tax deduction because it's already taken by the company. And your taxes, of course, whatever that tax bill is, is still being paid to the state. So the state is happy. You're happy. Your business is happy. Federal government is not so happy, but they wrote a bad law. So everybody's trying to get around it. No big surprise. Got it. And should all 50 states do this or 30 or whatever or a tipping point where the federal government says, hold on, do they just rewrite laws? All the time, which is why I get three updates a day. Oh, we've decided that we wrote this poorly. And now instead of the word and we want to put the word or in there to now be more inclusive of collecting more tax revenue happens every day, all day. And this is why that this is why we should be working with somebody who is a strategist, not a reactionist. Yes, sir. You got it. Because if you're not, take for example, a reactionist, your CPA may find out this information, but if they find out this information on March 1st next year, March 1st of 2022, but you needed to get this done by December 31st of 2021, you're SOL. You're done. The year's over. There's nothing you can do about it now. You've lost this tax deduction. And if people come to you and for some miracle you're not able to save the money, then you don't get paid. Is that right? That is correct. We've got a money-back guarantee on our stuff. So as long as you do what I tell you to do, if you don't save as much as you paid us, we write you a check for the difference, which has never happened. So So that's one of those win-wins. You know, I am all about win-win for you, win-win for me, and the government can make their own choice. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. They 
that they can change the laws or whatever and take their ball and go home or whatever they're into yes, to avoid sir. losing losing more of this tax stuff or money or whatever. Okay. Love it. Okay. Well, Shauna, it seems like a no-brainer. How, how do folks get in contact with you? How do they engage with you? Absolutely. Easiest place to find my team and I is taxgoddess.com. And you can book a call with my team and we start looking at your situation and seeing how much of this $423 million we can find for you. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Shauna your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to taxgoddess.com and find out if, in fact, you could be saving money on your taxes. Thanks again, Shauna. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure as always. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.